Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to Find Our Seat Podcast. We are the podcast that helps other women find their rightful seat at the table through discussions of health, wellness, beauty, and business. I am your co-host, Jennifer Etter, who has not turned off her phone. (laughs) And I am your co-host, Susan Mobley, who has turned off her phone. (laughs) And we are so excited because um, some of you may have seen me go live on my personal page saying what a fun, exciting show this is going to be. And it's because... It's something that probably everyone can relate to. I think so. Definitely can be personal to each of us. And as well as with, you know, we're kind of halfway through, or not even halfway through, we're almost done with January. Right. We're getting getting ready into the month of love. February. Yes. And so (laughs) with love comes good and bad. Right. And so Jennifer's been reading some amazing books that kind of spark something. Yes. we've, We've got a... A guest that we're going to have on probably next month. And we actually have two. One is going to be a little spicier than the other. She's going to talk about a few things. I'm not going to I'm not going to go there yet, but it could be a discussion for After Dark. Just going to say that. But we decided that, you know, the month of February can it really, honestly, for me, I used to hate Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. You know, I don't know if any of you guys at school, and they still do it, oh, where yes. the carnations. Yes. Where someone would buy carnations for somebody that they maybe had a crush on right. or was their friend. And and so me being me, awkward with weird braces, not even cute braces, weird braces, <laughs> freckles and everything else, you know, and just being really shy and I awkward. I don't believe her. It's, I will one day show pictures. <laughs> I want proof. But I never got a carnation. And so I always hoped I was that, you know, silently hoping that somebody had some kind of secret crush on me right. and that I would actually get a carnation and I never did. <laughs> All the popular kids got tons of carnations. I was like, mm-hmm. I would have bought you one. I know you would have. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so much so that when my first daughter got into middle school and I was like, oh God, it's Valentine's Day. It's carnation time. It's carnation time. And I remembered that feeling mm-hmm. that I felt. It's, it's embarrassing being one of the only people that doesn't even right. have one carnation walking down the hall. Um, so what did we do? We like secretly bought her 20. <laughs> Not so secretly now. I know, right? But I thought, Surprise. oh my gosh, she's going to feel so amazing right? receiving not just one or two, a bouquet of <laughs> carnations. And she did. And she... She figured it out later. She was right. like, by the time she got into the car, she said, I kind of thought it might have been me and Dad. <laughs> but she got this amazing attention, like, mm-hmm. wow. wow. <laughs> look, 
somebody really uh-huh. likes you and how good that must have felt. And right. so, um, so yes, yeah, so it wasn't until I actually got married mm-hmm. that I was like excited for Valentine's, Valentine's Day because he's there, he's stuck, like he's gonna have to he's, celebrate with he's you. He's stuck, <laughs> is what she said. <laughs> he well, signed I, the contract, that's it. I always joke because I'm you know divorced now and single, but I always joke and say, you know, people are like, why haven't you gotten married yet? Or, you know, that type of thing. Cause I've been divorced almost 10 years now. And I'm like, because what y'all don't understand is I, I'm open to getting married again, if it's the right person, but I'm not getting divorced again. So right. I always jokingly right. say, I'm like, whoever you are, you're stuck. <laughs> like there's no return policy. Yeah. You don't get a money back guarantee. Like you're stuck with me. So I get that feeling of like, that commitment there. Well, do I you think... kind of feel, because I've been watching like different shows and mm-hmm. movies and what's that one show? It's like 90 Day... 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I was just discussing um, with my husband. Um, I was like, you know what? People don't take this seriously anymore. They have it on, on TV. Like that's a, for me a very sacred right. vow. And mm-hmm. and mind you, I'm not, I mean, I came from a divorced family. My mm-hmm. husband, my husband right. did too. So I don't look down on anybody that decides that divorce mm-hmm. is the right way to go mm-hmm. because, you know. It happens, right? right. But it just won't happen for me again. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make sure of that. Um, but I find that so many people now they really don't take that vow seriously mm-hmm. at all. It's like, right. oh, well, we can always get a divorce. Mm-hmm. We can always do this. Right. And, and heaven forbid you have children. I know you do, but oh, I yeah. haven't experienced it. My mm-hmm. husband haven't experienced it. We know what that feels like too. Right. And so, um, so yeah. Do you feel like in the dating? Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously you're in it now. Yeah. And I haven't been in the dating scene for so long, mm-hmm. but it's so different. Okay. So let me just say, this is how long <laughs> I have not been single. Um, is that they had just started? What was it like? The dating companies, mm-hmm. and you make your video on probably like a VHS, right? <laughs> And send it in or whatever. My my little sister used to work at one of those shows at one of those uh, companies. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, there was like a but, like connection or something. It was, yes, yes, yes. It was something uh-huh. like that. That had just started, but now we have apps. Oh yeah. How many apps are there, Susan? So I know that there's quite a few. There's like you know there's the Tinder, Plenty of Fish. Those are kind of the old school ones. I'll say I've never done those two. Um, I've, I'll admit, like um, full disclosure, full disclosure here because it's. You know, Why single not? mom and the burbs. I don't <laughs> hang out at the bars. So for me, the apps have kind of been a lifesaver right. as far as dating. So um, there's Bumble, Hinge, Match.com that, you know, a lot of people see the ads for that. Um, but I think that for me, I was with someone since I was 16. Right. So yeah. my ex-husband and I were together for 17 years. So from like 16 right. to like mid-30s. Right. I was with one person. That's a long marriage, guys. Yeah. And so for me, it was like my, I always joke and say, like my first, I mean, my second first date was when I was like 34, 35. Yeah. So (laughs) you're saying like you haven't been in the dating field for a long time and I had never really dated. Right. Because I was with my high school sweetheart. So when I started doing um, dating apps and stuff like that, it's definitely, I think it takes some of the... Like you're saying, you know, people don't take it as seriously mm-hmm. with marriage and that type of thing. I think because it's so easily accessible, you know, you swipe left, you swipe right. If you like someone, if you don't. Right. And so you tend to think like, well, maybe the grass is greener on the other side. And it goes both ways. You know, I know that 
the men out there that are on apps have a million women they can swipe through just right. as much as I can go through and swipe through a bunch of men. Guys, that's a lot of pressure. I'm, being, I'm <laughs> having some anxiety here. I don't know. I'm not even dealing with that, but I'm like, oh my gosh, to compete with thousands it of is. women. And, you know, but at the same time, I think that, you know, for me personally, like I, I start to lose my own value mm. and I start to realize like I'm putting so much emphasis on what someone else is thinking about me Yes, that I start to lose myself. And, you know, even just like recently, it's like, I don't recognize myself in the mirror. Yeah. Like I don't like, who are you? Like, I don't right. know who I am anymore because I've given so much of my value to someone else saying that if I'm worthy of love or right. if I'm worthy of commitment or if I'm oh. worthy of their attention and I think that we have to remember that just because someone's swiping a bunch of times or just because you find one person or whatever that you have to value yourself at the end of the day or no one's going to value you okay I, you, you're you're touching on a topic that I did want to talk about mm-hmm. um you know if you guys were with us last week we had Melissa Radke on the show love and uh, just to let you know uh, that show, is, as far as the podcast goes, has been broken up into two shows, right. so you get to enjoy her two different days. But um, one of the things that we touched on that uh, really struck me, and I'm, I'm going to go into the book book series right. that I'm reading right now that I'm totally addicted to, and, and my <laughs> husband and my family are totally hating it, because <laughs> like I'm, 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 yeah, seriously, I'm like, you can't make your own dinner? Anyway, so... Um, but one of the things she touched upon was how much we hide ourselves and we put on the masks and we hat and right. scarf because we're so afraid of people seeing who we are. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually a part of a, um, you know, a couple different groups on Facebook right. and someone was asking about, you know, um, because it's a, it's, it's a, a spiritual, mm-hmm. right. right? And so, you know, that comes into play, people's religion, right. ideas, beliefs. So she says, how do you handle this in the dating scene? She's like... As soon as I say my spirituality, it's like I get ghosted. Mm-hmm. And I had to think back. And the only time I was ever super duper duper, just like lay it all out, right. honesty, was when I was trying to chase my husband away. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work for you? <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> he stayed. But that's the only time ever that I did not put on a mask, that I totally laid it all out on the table. Because I was like, you know, in, in, at that time I was like, he's going to be so scared. Right. I'm he's never going to have to worry about that guy again. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the best thing you could have done. And yes. now I can think back and like, oh my gosh, if we could just like not do that mm-hmm. and be okay with somebody saying, just not the right fit for me. Right. Right. It's not about you because once you put on the mask and you put everything on, you gotta, you gotta take all that off. Right. Eventually people are going to eventually see who, you, who really you really are. And if you don't really like that person, guess what? They're not either. Mm-hmm. Cause that's just what you put out is what you receive. And so, um, so I'm really kind of thinking like, all right, with what would you do? Boy, I can't even tell you all the thoughts my, my that I've had today, and you know, never mind. ADD just kicked in. Um, so anyway, like, what would it look like if you were just completely and just like honest and raw in your dating your world? First, yeah, like, hey, I'm amazing, right? Right. That's how you should feel, mm-hmm. right? Susan is amazing. And why in the world would she need to do or act or worry about what anybody else thinks if? You know, you already know you're amazing. And then eventually the right person is going to be like, hell yeah, she's amazing. Right. And I think that that's been the thing that even just recently I'm having to learn. Like, you know, whatever your spiritual belief is Mm -hmm. or isn't that I think like God for me, 
gives us signs mm-hmm. of moments of <laughs> clarity to like make you see like mm-hmm. this person is not what you think they are or this person is so amazing for you whatever right. it might be right. i think sometimes that we get so bogged down on the chase and the excitement of it that we forget what our real goal is mm-hmm. and you know i get there are some people that just want to be serial daters that's just not really my thing um yeah. But I think that we lose sight of what our goal is, and that is to find someone that, you know, is going to love us as much as we love them. Right. Going to respect us as much as we respect them. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's kind of simple in some ways. Right. But you have to be willing to know that you're going to be swiping some. I mean, you might be the lucky one that, you know, first date, it's the one and you both click. But the reality is it's a process. But I think that far too often people settle And I think that's where the next divorce comes into play. And I think for me, I've learned, like, you can't settle. Right. No one's going to be perfect. And I get that. Like, everyone's, I mean, except for myself. (laughs) I was like, hold on. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm a little perfect. I mean, besides me being perfect, I understand that my mate won't necessarily be perfect. (laughs) They're going to have a few flaws because it's hard when I'm perfect. Right. Just teasing, by the way. Hey, I want to say hello to some of these people oh, that are yes. chiming in. Because oh, I want you I guys see. chime in, please. And I see Laura. Um, she said, dating in 2020 is tough. People have so many options. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine what's happening over here. And Christine Smith says, I think the dating apps could be scary. <laughs> yes. It, it, I'm scared of them. Okay. Do you see where Lynn? Yes. Canada. Canada in the house. We love that. We're going international. <laughs> we have lots of listeners that are worldwide, and we love that. And we've started getting more viewers yes. watching live worldwide. So we love that. So thank you, Canada. Yeah. Thank you, guys. In the house. Awesome. And yes, and if y'all have any questions for us, please put them in the comments. It's a casual show today. It's a fun show. And, you know, as much as it also is a serious topic, but we want it to, you know, be a safe spot for people to ask questions. You've got the 10-year divorce lady on apps. And then the old married lady. <laughs> and I can call her old because we're like five days apart. So. Yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm five days older than she is. That's right. Well, you know, I have to say that even marriage can be um, harder yeah. at this day and age because of social media and that there there are so many temptations mm-hmm. and it's so easy. I read a lot about it. I, not that I've done it, but right. I read a lot about mm-hmm. it. Um, and that it's so easy for people to cheat right. nowadays too. And so, oh my gosh. Like, this is a much more, like, horrible situation (laughs) and conversation that I did not think we were diving into because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. Right. Like, it scares me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then again, you know, you have to really figure out who you are and stand really strong. And for me, I'm like, if you can't realize what's happening here, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. I can't help you. And I think that's the thing. Like, when you find someone that realizes, like... I'm not blind. If I see an attractive man, I know what an attractive man is. Sure. But at the end of the day, it's keeping the sanctity of your commitment to each mm-hmm. other. And by doing that, you're respecting each other. Your boundaries. Exactly. Strong. By, you know, not giving attention to the opposite sex. Right. Be it through social media or, you know, being flirty when you're out and about without your spouse. And I think for me, a big thing that I've always lived by that I want my mate to also live by and that is would you do it if they were right next to you right yes because if you wouldn't do it with them standing next to you then you shouldn't do it yes so if it's not respectful with them right there it's not respectful with them 
away from you. I agree. And I think that, like you were saying with social media, it is everywhere. I mean, there's beautiful women on there. There's gorgeous men on there. Hey, amazing filters make everybody look Heck really... Yeah, they do. The grass does look greener. <laughs> yeah, it does. Until you, you wake, wake up, up next to them. <laughs> <laughs> Their makeup's off. Spanx is off. They, yeah, they don't have the filter on. <laughs> I know. I, I would kind of joke with my kids and say, I want to walk around with a Snapchat filter in front of me all the time. Like, look how cute I am. But right. yeah, I think that, you know, far too often that people start to succumb to thinking well that's you know they won't notice or they won't know or you know just a little comment here a little like there a a message here or there like that's a boundary that you shouldn't be okay with for either of you because it's just at the end of the day it's to me your commitment should feel so protected Mm -hmm. like I always say like to me I want something that not just literally but like figuratively someone's wrapped their arms around me and like it's us, right? And the rest of the world can't penetrate that bond that you feel. But I think that honestly starts with honesty. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going out into the dating world and you're pretending, right, pretending to be someone else right. or something else, I did it for sure because mm-hmm. I was like, if anybody actually knew like the crazy stuff that went through my head, <laughs> they'd be like, <laughs> and that's why publishing my first book right. was very scary because I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to know what actually goes on in my, inside my head. But um, if you start out with a lie, mm-hmm. well, then you've, what have you done with the whole rest of the relationship? Right. You know, it starts out with a lie or a semi-lie, mm-hmm. then that's that's what you've started your relationship with. Right. And how do you break that down? How do you create trust if you're having to, you know kind of crawl dad out of that and say, well, that wasn't exactly the That's truth. That's not exactly how I feel. That's not exactly how I look. Uh-huh. You know, it's like when those miracle water bras. Right. <laughs> well, I always say about the, like, when it gets to that moment between two people and, and dating where it becomes an intimate time. And, like, yes. you got to, like, start peeling off spanks and, and push-up bras <laughs> and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I couldn't do that. So, not that I'm showing up on dates with no makeup on, because I don't. Well, you know, we, we do. We're not animals. <laughs> exactly. We're not savages here. We do have our limits. Okay, so, so I'm going to talk about these yeah, books. All right, so it's been a rare, It's it's been a while since I've had a series of books that have, like, sucked me in. And, um... And I didn't realize that I like romance novels. Like, they had to be like, like, I guess I didn't realize Twilight was a romance novel. I totally got into that <laughs> as a grown woman, right? And I know I'm not alone. I know you other ladies oh, did yeah. the same thing. Um, and I'm, I'm a reader. Like, uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm an addictive, like, I can't, I'm an insatiable reader once I find something like, I these like. These are big girl books. Yeah. Like, she showed it to me. I'm like, wow. I've got five of them in the series. Okay, so the first one I read in two days, right? Two days in a minute. That's why you've been quiet to me. (laughs) I've been quiet on social media. You have not seen me because I've been in a corner reading. But, um, yeah. But anyway, so I watched this movie. I just kind of tumbled on it. It's called After. Okay? If you haven't watched it, you may want to. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, ooh, I like the movie. And I find out there's a book. So, of course, I ordered the book. And my good friend tells me she's read the book and the second book and loves it. And the second movie's getting ready to come out. And so, um... So the book is okay. The movie's PG thirteen, maybe. Now is the movie like on oh, Netflix? Yeah. Netflix, or, okay. yeah. You can you can look it up. Okay. And uh, so yeah, the movie is definitely it's PG thirteen. It's called After. Okay. Um, the book is rated X. <laughs> Let me just say, <laughs> give me that. <laughs> 
But what it's done is it's it's brought up some old dating memories. Mm. Like, oh my gosh, I've been there. I've gone right. through that. The the uh, secrets or the... I had a terrible, terrible experience with someone actually pretended that their girlfriend was their roommate. Mm. And I didn't know for months and months and months. Oh, and got, literally just my like, got all into it. And then there was literally a conversation I was having with his roommate. Oh. And she was like, oh, you know, I'm so glad you guys are best friends because I care so much about him. I mean, he's my best friend. He's my boyfriend. I was like, mm? And, yeah, that oh. was the most heartbreaking uh, thing because he tricked me, you right. know. And so I'm reading this book, and uh, the first one is there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, gosh, I'm, I can relate. I can right. remember, you know, those feelings. I can't remember letting all the good people down because I was just so... So, so focused, focused on oh, gosh, this relationship yes. mm-hmm. and this guy. And so, um, mind you, they're in college. They're not in high school, mm-hmm. which is a step up right. for a 40-something-year-old woman to be reading. <laughs> but I think what it's done, because, you know, my husband was like, I can't even watch the movie because they're all they, they're like little kids, right? right? And in, in that context. But for me, it, it helped me to kind of work through some old injuries mm-hmm. back when I used to date, which I didn't have very many boyfriends. Right. To be quite honest, I had like maybe three. Mm-hmm. Maybe three. <laughs> that's, that's I it. had one until I was 34 or 35. So. <laughs> but, I mean, it does. It brings it up like, gosh, how do you, how do you like get from that uh, chemical reaction, mm-hmm. which clouds our thoughts, <laughs> judgment. judgment, everything, <laughs> right? Especially when you're young. Um, how do you get past that and, and be able to read the truth? I mean, it, and then now it's, it's even worse than it was back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, we had pagers and maybe had cell phones, but we didn't even have like the internet or, right. I mean, nobody that I knew used no. it. So it's like, it's so much scarier nowadays being able to, um, read the signs and not ignore them. Right. Oh, I had, God, yes. I had plenty, I had plenty of signs, mm-hmm. uh, listening to people who actually love you mm-hmm. and having them say, I didn't really like that guy or mm-hmm. gal. I didn't really like mm-hmm. that girl or whatever it be your, your choice. Um, and, and to listen to them because you're stuck in this crazy, weird cloud. Right. And then that happens. So, you know, I think even, it's the trusting your gut. There it is, guys. You've got to trust your gut. I actually heard on the radio and this like made me so sad. But I was listening to the radio, and they had a morning show, and they said, what is the actual percentage of women who think that their spouse is cheating on them? What is the actual percentage of that being true? 90. 90%. And I was like, oh, my God. I was I was actually hopeful. They said, like, 20. Right. You're right. crazy. Right. Because how many times have you had, like, a thought? Or, mm-hmm. you know, and some of that's just old, old memories of old stuff, right? It's not even what's true in front of you. Right. But you've had that thought mm-hmm. like oh maybe I shouldn't do this or oh maybe that didn't seem quite right mm-hmm. those those numbers aren't adding up right and you ignore them only to find out that later oh yeah you were right I know so even I mean gosh you're dating in your 40s uh-huh and let's be real and honest here you I've watched you you've been oh, duped yeah. I have and it's it's like man we just never get out of that do we no and that's just it like you start for me I start to second guess myself like maybe my judgment is flawed maybe my baggage is clouding my right and it's but it's like then when you kind of get out of that fog of disappointment Mm -hmm. and I look back almost everything that has happened negatively has been because I fought against trusting my gut Mm. my gut told me early on and I didn't listen to it there were signs and I didn't want to believe them because of course that doesn't happen to me 
And don't get me wrong, I have had some amazing, beautiful relationships and that, you know, taught me amazing things and just, you know, just wasn't my person, but really showed me that there are amazing men out there Mm -hmm. and that, you know, you, you kind of start to take from every dating relationship, be it a first date that you go on with someone, or if you've dated someone for months or years, right? you start to take little pieces from each relationship for me and realizing what you really can live with and can't live without. Mm. And for me, there's, there's a lot I can live with, honestly, surprisingly. <laughs> but no, It's true. I've seen you. Yes. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if you don't have, like I said, I just want to feel that, that protection. Right. Impenetrable. Yes. And like we are a united front and we are a union mm-hmm. and no one else is going to penetrate that. Yeah. And I think that in marriage as well, like if some people will say, oh, well, we're above our children and people are like, well, how do you put yourself above your children? But there's a, to me, there's a base. Like if the parents are solid, that mm-hmm. starts a really good foundation. Right. And so I think it's important that people don't lose that foundation. I always say like, I want to date my mate forever. Right. You know, I want to have that. You know, I want to be in the old folks home making out with my husband. Chris. You know, I mean, my <laughs> dentures might fall out, but we're trying. Gosh. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's important to remember that, you know, just because you're in a routine of being with someone, that it's important to, like, stop and reevaluate and be like, nope, we're getting in a rut. We need to, yeah. you know, go on a date night or whatever. Maybe it's a staycation, whatever it might be. But I think it's important to recognize that it's okay to say if something's not making you happy. Like, I think it's kind of like you were saying with your husband. Like, you put everything out there. Like, he's going <laughs> to run away now. But I think when you put everything out there, if it's the right person, right, they're going to respect the fact that you put all that out there. And they're going to see those as not obstacles, but things to love you even more through. Right. And to understand you better. So if you have a bad moment, they're going to be like, okay, I remember she told me this right. or that. Instead of looking at it as something, as a negative, they're going to look at it as a positive. So if you tell someone, like, trust is really big to me and, you know, this is really important to me, instead of turning it around that they're crazy (laughs) and, you know, in their mind, this is everything, it's all them, instead of just respect it, like, oh, okay, I love you so much, I get that. Like, that makes sense. So I'm going to respect that for you and for our unity. Mm -hmm. So I think to me, you just at the end of the day, you have to find yourself mm-hmm. before you can ever find someone else. Right. Because if you're not loving to yourself and you're not giving yourself enough value, no one else is going to do the same for you. That's exactly right. And there's that old saying, you know, um, you can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself. Right. And I never really understood that growing up. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I love lots of people. Don't always love myself because I don't always like what I'm seeing because that's normal, mm-hmm. right? We, we're critical. Right. Um, but I really didn't get it until I actually started doing more of my, um, the biofield therapy mm-hmm. and really delving right. into psychology and everything. And I got it then on a more energetic level mm-hmm. where it's like what you're, basically what you're doing is you're telling the world how to treat you. Right. And so if you're like, I'm this, I'm that, I'm not good, I'm blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually that's what you're going to attract out of somebody is to treat you that way. Right. And so really all does start with loving yourself. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, you're showing people how to respect you, right. how to love you. Also, too, I'm, I'm, I'm what's good for the good the goose is good for the gander. So right. I'm kind of like, well, if I wouldn't want him to do that, then I'm not going to do it. Exactly. That's how I do it. it. It's not so much for me of if I would do this if he was around mm-hmm. me. It's 
not being with him or in those all those moments it's like if if i if i didn't want him to do that then i'm not going to do it exactly. and and there's a lot of things i really want him to do so right. i just don't do it <laughs> but yeah i think that's so true though right I mean, and i think that you're teaching that person values through you not being disrespectful to them i think that's mm-hmm. so and to yourself and to loving yourself and i think also you know as someone who does have children and a single mm-hmm. that there's that whole added element to it like just for you in a marriage like you're teaching your children right what marriage looks like right and for me i'm teaching my children what relationships can be and unfortunately mm-hmm. they've been ended of relationships right and unfortunately they kind of go through it sometimes with me i keep them as sheltered as possible from all of it but right. at the end of the day um children i used read. they do and i used to feel immense guilt for my children being from a divorced family like it really it was hard on me because i i didn't grow up in a divorced family my parents have been married 50 plus years so i didn't have that and i wanted that unity for my kids so badly i felt such guilt Mm -hmm. and then one day it's probably like three years ago i realized i'm like you know what they have an amazing life Mm -hmm. they have a mom who's solid and keeps them grounded and loves them you know fully and unconditionally and this is just the life that we have. They right. have a single mom. And being a single mom means mom's going to date some. Right. Doesn't mean that mom's going to bring 50 men around the house. But there's going to be nights that yeah. mom goes on a date because mom's single. Right. And that's, you know, for me, my children will one day leave the home. And I want to grow old with somebody and have right. someone in a relationship. So there's definitely that added part to it that sure. you're teaching your kids through your marriage I'm teaching my kids through dating and I want my daughter to see what she should expect from a man that's exactly right and I want my son to see how he should treat a woman you know that's that's even if you're married that I mean as a as a woman of you know with two daughters Mm -hmm. um it's very important to me how my husband Mm -hmm. treats them and treats me in front of them because it's the same thing it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter whether you're single or married right um you're showing by example Mm-hmm. what they should expect mm-hmm. being a boy or a girl looking up to you so um no i absolutely agree with that i'm really excited about uh two of the people that we have lined up for february because what we're going to do for february is we're literally going to delve into relationships so mm-hmm. we've got a, a psychiatrist that's going to come and she does family counseling and and marriage counseling and then we have another person who's actually a sex therapist i know (laughs) (laughs) but you know uh she's gonna talk to us a little bit too and you know because there's so much that goes into relationships Mm -hmm. you know it's so easy especially when you get married and have a child or have multiple that you forget the other part and that's the dating part right and actually heard a um I heard a comedian who was like, I'm not going to flirt with my wife. I don't want to be rejected. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I can remember those times where I was just so exhausted. Right. That I did, I was like, uh-uh. uh-huh. uh-uh. All I want to do is <laughs> not have anybody touching me. And I just want to, like, be alone and not be touched or right. drooled on. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, take a bath and right. by myself. Because... <laughs> When you got little ones, they're they're always in there. They're on you. They're mm-hmm. they're attached to you. Yes. And so um, I'm like, well, I did I did reject mm-hmm. you know quite a few times. That must have felt awful because I right. was never rejected. Um, <laughs> but I think it's so important to maintain the dating, just mm-hmm. like you said. Go on dates to flirt on a mm-hmm. regular basis. Right. To remember what you originally did to fall in love with each other, what that person did. Right. Um, to never lose sight of that. I mean, mind you, yes, you're going to grow and evolve and see mm-hmm. the world in a different way. But if you remember the, you know, the compliments, mm-hmm. the 
the little things and the dating and the flirting and all those things. And if you can just get yourself back to that place and right. never lose that, I, I mean, I feel like you're, you know, you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah, you really sure. are. As long as everybody's honest and true and mm-hmm. doing the right things mm-hmm. that are per your your boundaries. Everybody's right. got different boundaries right. in their marriage. Trust mm-hmm. me. Oh yes. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah. So I'm just. Yeah, and I think also it's you know I have found through like your love language, mm. figuring out what your love language is. There's the five love languages. You can Google it and look <laughs> it up. But I think you know figuring that out for yourself and for your mate, and then for your mate mm-hmm. because often they can be complete opposite. Yeah, you know, and it could be. You know, something that wasn't important to you is super important to them. Oh, yeah. And vice versa. And I think when you kind of figure out that as just a basic, right? you know, foundation, that's something you can build off of. If it's, you know, right. like I know Jennifer likes gifts. Yes. But it doesn't have to be like no monetary type Mm-mm. gifts. It's just the thought. The, the thought act. and the, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's like a little note or something yep. like that. It's just the thought of taking the time to do that. And for me, it's like words of affirmation, like, mm-hmm. you know, because I tell myself enough I'm amazing, but <laughs> I have someone else. But it's so much better when someone else says it to me. <laughs> so you know, but I think it's important because someone else might be like words of affirmation. I already know I'm great. You don't need to tell me that, you know. Or I, I'm married to somebody like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yes, but it's also good to know theirs because if they're yes. expressing the way that they receive love they're expressing mm-hmm. it and it's and you're like but that doesn't mean anything to me right well then you can then understand oh that's that's how they're showing me. they love me mm-hmm. they're expressing love to me in that in that way and mm-hmm. so yes marriage and relationships even if you never get married again right are work yes it's a no, lot of, they are uh, and it's if people, work when people say oh well it shouldn't be work Oh, I, I wait. No. no, I mean it's you, work. It's work, and it's work doesn't mean it's not a negative thing. You know, work doesn't have to be bad. It can be painful. Growth can be painful. That's scary. No, it can. But work can be something that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be y'all work through something, and it makes you stronger and better for it. But right. you have to both be willing to work through so difficult times. Yeah. Because if you have one person that's willing to like lay their heart on the line, and you know completely and fully unconditionally love you but you can't reciprocate that then the work is not going to be worth the person that's putting their heart out and there. really what happens guys and it's not anything um it's not anything bad but i think what people don't realize is that when you get to that moment where you're actually about to evolve you're actually about to uncover an old pattern or an old injury mm-hmm. and things get really scary there's a lot of times where people are like oh my gosh this is too painful and and they don't ever get to the point past that right that when you when you are working you're actively working on your relationship it means you're actively working on yourself mm-hmm. when something scary comes up and and you decide oh it's not worth the pain right then you've lost it yeah. and this is your opportunity to grow and evolve i don't want to ignore some of the people so yes. laura jorn says i trusted my gut and broke it off with a man just today turns out from his response i was right god speaks to us um, we just have to listen. That's so, so true. true. Tracy Ann, way to, way go, to go, ladies. ladies. Thank you for changing oh, <laughs> Lisa, Chicago's watching. Whoop, whoop. Hey, Chicago. And uh, we've got Alta. Oh, we love. I always say marriage is like a job. You have to work at it. Yes. And that's true. You know, we, we do put the work into our careers. Yes. And, and Christine, I don't want to uh, skip oh, yes. over that, says that's where the true, true love, love comes, comes in. in. And that's yes. so true when you allow yourself to um, 
Evolve. Evolve. Open up. Crack mm-hmm. that shell. Right. Allow the light in. Allow the love to come into a place thing. that you've I think sometimes kept secret. You can have a really difficult time in your relationship, and it can be a make or break. Sure. And, you know, I've there have been moments that I've looked back, and it's been a very difficult time, and it ended up being something that really bonded me with that person a million times more. Not that you want to go through bad times, right? But it's how you handle those bad times. Sure. You know, do yep. you, you got to be brave. Very brave. <laughs> got to be very brave to face those demons and those those. I mean, that's kind of what they are. I, that's just your, those are your demons mm-hmm. that you're struggling with. Yeah, I think you have to show that you know it's you're willing to work through it and that you value them enough and love them enough to to put the effort into it because it is going to be work sometimes. It's going to be a lot of work, but, the, but if you do it, it's worth it. And you do it. it well, it's a great payoff. We absolutely love you guys, and we yes. absolutely love that you guys have jumped on today. Okay, so. Like I said, um, we have Melissa Radke. If you if you download our podcast, you're mm-hmm. going to get to hear her today, part of that interview. And then Thursday is the continuation of that interview. It's such an amazing it was, interview. I, love I absolutely love her. Hopefully, we'll be seeing more of her. And if you're she interested, was actually on Great Day Houston's Best of yesterday. Oh, how yes. fun is that? <laughs> I took pictures and put it on our Instagram. Oh, I was I like, oh, our it. guest is on there. Yeah, <laughs> Sunday was was my day off and. <laughs> For for a person who works in you know uh-huh. in media and network uh-huh. marketing, my day off looks like me not getting on on social Facebook. media, yeah, I at know. all. I um, and I and I I spend my day reading a book. But <laughs> I just in case you're interested in the series, um, like I said, the books are more rated X. The movie is rated PG thirteen, but it's um, after uh, from Anna Todd is the name of the author Anna Todd, and and that's like five five books. Pretty nice, good-sized books. And then, you know, I always joked and said that when I wrote my first book, that I wrote a romance novel. Right. And I never read romance novels. <laughs> and so I was like, ew. <laughs> I, I wrote a romance. But if you're interested in reading it, not to self-promote, but no, if you're absolutely. interested. It's amazing. Uh, it's called Crave, Crave. by J.B. Edder. And so... Um, you can get on Amazon. It's yeah, super easy. You can go on our website and yeah, it's under too. books to read. And I think I might add these books to read if you're interested. Because... All it does is I think it just kind of takes you through maybe some of your own experiences. Right. And you can relate and you can pull them up and you can wrestle Work through, through them and, and learn from them. I don't mm-hmm. believe that there's any mistakes. There, Every relationship is an opportunity to grow as long as we make sure we look at it that way. Absolutely. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I also want to point out real quickly that we are dressed in our amazing tutu oh, cute tops. Yes, yes. So I've got, we don't get to wear sweaters around here very often because it's like, <laughs> it'll probably be 90 tomorrow, but it was kind of chilly out today. Yeah. So I've got my cute little sweater and you've got your cute top and I've got my two chic accessory earrings on that are so fun. And I know that actually tutu cute has uh, gone to market and so yes. you'll be seeing a lot of really cute spring. I know, excited to get to see what all of our outfits. new clothes will be. Yeah, so fun. So we appreciate everyone joining us today and listening to our fun and exciting show and stay tuned <laughs> for February because it's going to get even a little more exciting. Even spicier. No. <laughs> so we hope that everyone enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe right here on YouTube as well as if you are listening to us, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast and set your notifications on Find Her Seat on Facebook so you never miss another show. And if you're watching us in replay, just comment replay. We will go back and answer your questions even if it's in replay. We appreciate <laughs> it and hope that everyone found a seat Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.